we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for August 17th, 2020. Just going to go over some current event headlines at this point. <clears throat> this is from today, these first few. Corona forecasts offer somber outlook. And this is from Drudge. So, again, total mouthpiece of Satan at this point. <clears throat> More Americans going hungry. Well, that is true. But that's being facilitated by the very things that we just reported on in part two. And then struggling farmers work with overwhelmed food banks to stay afloat. Probably true as well. And then forced isolation may be the only way to stop resurgence of the virus. So we, we need to all be forced into isolation. It's the only way to stop this. Hospitals are empty. You know. Empty, for the most part. Imagine they've still suspended all elective surgeries or whatever, and uh, which was their main source of their business. <clears throat> and they've laid off all these nurses and doctors, so they don't have enough staff. They've created all of this, every bit of it, <clears throat> for, a, for something that's at this point almost non-existent. Because you do not have the same parameters that exist in Wuhan, China, here in America, yet all the things i've mentioned in the past and then battle for years will we battle COVID 19 for years and then um next report the rule of law is dead there will be no legal recourse for anyone injured by new COVID 19 vaccines nothing they've they've already they're fast tracking it they're skipping all animal trials they're using a, a form of vaccine that has never ever been successfully brought to a human population messenger rna that will permanently alter your dna to get forever which who knows if they're going to combine it with some type of micro microchip or vaccine certificate like bill gates said who knows if they'll actually when we'll get the luciferase quantum dot tattoos vaccines i don't know i don't know if that'll be the first wave or the second wave or whatever because if you go along with the first wave that's coming for sure but there will be no legal recourse for anyone injured by the new COVID-19. They're making sure of that ahead of time. You're stupid enough to take this, they say to you. So what they're saying to you, then you you, you just, you know, <laughs> hey, no legal recourse for you. You should have done your homework better. That's what they're saying to you. Upcoming FDA approved COVID-19 vaccine is largely ineffective. <clears throat> so they want you to get ready for multiple shots every year. Yeah. Because it's largely ineffective. They're even saying that. Now they're doing that by design on purpose. You know. Oh, you got to get two shots your first month and then a shot every month or every other month. In order to keep keep up. It's like getting your booster shot. It'll never end. You go into the system. Won't matter any, any way. Any, you won't be fully human anyway. So it's not going to really bother you. Because you probably won't have any conscience anymore i'm just saying i mean you start to alter someone's dna and they're not fully human anymore i don't know how that works as far as what happens to you but it can't be good video doctor recommends children wear yellow badges if they haven't been vaccinated so now we're going to go to the you know the nazi concept of the jews wearing this the was it the yellow stars and you're 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 the you're you're the pariah you're you're the you're the bad person you're the one that doesn't 
care. You're you're the vile vermin that needs to be on the outskirts of society because you haven't uh, had your COVID nineteen vaccine. And then video doctor recommends. Uh, oh, that was the same one. Sorry. Local media recommends patients lie and trick their children into wearing face masks. And then firefighter helping us understand oxygen levels under the mask. And yet one more video from a firefighter who's proving them that instantaneously, as soon as you put one of these masks on, you're going, um, the carbon uh, dioxide levels are dangerous according to OSHA standards instantly. The alarms start going off and, you know, they, they max out the meters and, you know, they're horrible for you. COVID-19 strike teams shut down farms. Food wars go hot. Dr. Andrew Wakefield warns about the coronavirus vaccines and outrageous legal immunity for vaccine makers and must-see interview. Growing list of shortages in the U.S. shows a serious supply chain deficiency. Uh, That is going to get much worse. Lumber, appliances, beverage cans, and ammo are the latest reported shortages. Warning signs from food banks. These are all different reports. California County declares itself sanctuary for church services worshipers amid ongoing COVID-19 restrictions. Some churches are fighting back. New Zealand Prime Minister shuts down country over four COVID-19 cases. It was never about the virus. It's all about control and what you'll put up with. Australian police go full Nazi, smashing windows of civilian cars just because passengers won't give give details about where they were going. California County suing church, holding in person, no mask, no distance, indoor services. They've got to be sued. The churches have to be made an example of. They cannot they they cannot be permitted to keep going these churches. Man released from jail due to COVID-19 uh kills the woman who accused him of horrific assault. Well, of course. Photos Thai students encased in plexiglass cubes as schools reopen following the COVID lockdown. They're in plexiglass cubes. The children. <clears throat> no fly list for passengers who refuse to mask up. So, even if you go there and say I'm not going to mask up. I'm now you're on a no-fly list. Now you're in their database as as a troublemaker. Airlines banning mask dis, dissidents from future flights. So you're going to be punished from now on, even if you're willing to put the mask on. From now, it doesn't matter. You need to be made an example of. One strike and you're out. I haven't flew in years. Just when they started doing the 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 pat downs, I haven't I haven't flew since. Uh, See, that's what I say. I, I think I practice what I preach. I, I kind of do. But um, I haven't flew since 08, 07. Anyway, um, <clears throat> financially devastated. 83% of New York City restaurants unable to pay rent, July rent. Um, California state health directors resigns. Um, that was Peggy Hall did a report on that. What you need to know about Operation Mountain Guardian. That was a Dave Hodges report. Never-ending fraud cases. Texas also caught lying about coronavirus deaths. Of course, lawyers' home eviction notice letter for not wearing mask outside their apartment. It's just, it just the insanity goes on and on. Bill Gates said coronavirus misery will rehappen regularly until climate change is fixed. So now it's climate change doing this. No, these 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 devils are just nothing but tools of Satan. And may God rain down his fury on Bill Gates and all his devil ilk. Because they're nothing but, you know, 
Satan in disguise, essentially. Bulgarian Pathology Association. COVID-19 PCR tests are scientifically meaningless. Yes, they are. Depopulation through famine. Global lockdown set to, to plunge 100 million into extreme poverty. Action alert. No contact tracing laws. Legalize spying on Americans. There's a link you can click on there for that. COVID hoax. This has happened a lot too. Arizona LGBTQ professor who died of coronavirus never even existed. All these people they're saying are dying of it. A lot of them never even existed. Or if they did die, it had nothing to do with COVID-19. My mom's, no, my dad's sister. The last, um, my dad's gone, his brother's gone, my grandparents are gone, and now his sister's gone. She just died. My Aunt Barb just died, I don't know, three or four days ago. She's been, she's had one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel forever. And I haven't even got the full story from my family yet, but they talked to Taylor and it was essentially, this is garbage. She did not die of COVID-19, but guess what they said? She died of COVID-19. So she was counted in those statistics and it, and it had nothing to do with killing her. Guaranteed nothing. But again, nursing home for years, she'd been there convenient that's what they're doing that's how they're getting the numbers up bill gates explains how covid19 vaccine will change your dna forever now again that's where i believe that that where he shows the um where he shows the little thing and where he shows a piece of dna and he takes out a part of the dna and he inserts a new part it's a different color that's the messenger rna vaccine Mr. Bill Gates, not doctor, because he's not a doctor. He's never been a doctor. But yet, he's acting like he is the biggest doctor that knows what to do about everything on the planet. I mean, you know, obviously he's whatever. I'm putting this in my... Yeah, so we have that. He's going to explain it right to you how it's going to change your DNA forever. And then... The smart pass, temperature check, facial recognition promoted for businesses, schools, and etc. What about private privacy and safety? I would imagine it's something built into the phones. Um, <clears throat> Fauci, vaccine has not a great chance of being highly effective. We reported on that last week. Uh, and then I give you my four my four little videos here on mild silver protein. Okay, and then we had this from a, from a longtime listener. <clears throat> listener comment <clears throat> the persecution by the lukewarm christians toward the remnant believers is intensifying more than ever during these times one of the ways this is occurring is through this mask situation so understand this covid 19 thing is one of the things that god is using to divide the sheep from the goats remember how jesus said that i'm going to have the, the goats on my left hand and the sheep on my right says that Use that analogy. Well, the ghosts are the ones that said they were Christians. And even maybe had said, well, we did mighty wonders and miracles in your name. And how, how can we be the goats? Well, you had, no, you had no true love for the truth. You were stubborn. Somebody that doesn't have a love for the truth is stubborn. That's what goats are represented by, right? They're stubborn. You can't tell them anything. They're, they don't have love for the truth. 
they're not willing to humble themselves. You ever see goats like out in, because I've seen goats many, many times, just like in little things. And it's funny, it's hilarious actually. They'll like go and, um, they, <laughs> if you have like, I don't know, even two goats, but probably if you have more than one, if there's something that they can get on, they will go and like, if there's like a, a little, like a dog house or something nearby and there's goats near there, they will try to get as high as they can above all the other goats. If you've ever seen that, it's kind of hilarious because it's almost like, I am the king. I'm king of the mountain. I'm Mr. Goat above all other goats. Look at my, you know, and they're so stubborn and full of pride, <laughs> but it's kind of cute in goat form, but in human form, it's not cute. Okay. But this is what I believe we're talking about here. The mask became, and this is Deborah, my listener, the mask became mandatory before I ever heard any believer speak about the subject. I felt strongly convicted that they, these masks were a satanic tool of the New World Order Satanists to further harm and control us, to make us submit to their authority over us, and to have us show our total submission to them and the beast system. Therefore, I decided I would never wear one as I'd never submit to the authority of the beast system. I couldn't agree more. I've done the same. And I've really been pushing the envelope lately. I've been going everywhere. I've been going all these other stores. You know, go right in. I don't care. I don't care if I'm the only one in there without a mask. Say something to me. Whatever. I got my excuse around my neck. I got my literature with me. And if you end up kicking me out, you kick me out. Whatever. You you, you say, no, you got to put a mask on. I'm going to be like, no. Well, then leave. And if it gets to the point where they say, well, you put this mask on or we're going to put this bullet in your head, put the bullet in my head. Go for it. Go for it. Do whatever you got to do. But see, if it's not my time to go, you're going to click that trigger and I'm not going to die because nothing's going to come out of the gun because it's not my time yet. So whatever you want to do, I'm game. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever it takes. That's how I'm looking at it. Anyway, um, then, he, then it goes on to say, I, uh, I did an online search for should Christians wear a mask to see if I would find anyone who agreed with my beliefs on this. <laughs> Instead, I found the complete opposite results. And this to me is so sickening. If you do the search yourself, you will find that all the online, quote, Christian ministries that come up are promoting mask wearing. What I've been saying for years about the 501c3 church yoked up with the government, strong delusion being on them. They have no true love for the truth. They're going to go along with whatever the government tells them to do. They state things such as the Bible commands us in Romans 13 to submit to the government authorities. It is our duty as Christians to be socially responsible and obey the rules, just like the Christians in Nazi Germany did to Adolf Hitler when they went along with all the edicts that Hitler was putting out. And Hitler was telling them to preach Romans 13. And they, for the most part, blindly complied. Because they have no love for the truth. Because they're not willing to be like the Bereans and search out those things in scriptures if they be so. They're willing to do whatever their pastor tells them to do. Not what the word of God says. If you read Romans 13, it's, it's under the guise of a good godly government telling you to do that. They're a force for good, it says. Hitler wasn't a force for good as far as I know. This government doing this 
with with Trump at the spear tip, as far as I can see, it's not really godly. The whole mask issue, the whole testing issue, the contaminated test kits, the whole coming vaccine. I don't know. Call me crazy, but I don't think there's much godliness regarding any of that. I don't know. Call me crazy, though. It is our duty as Christians to be socially responsible and obey the rules like good little Nazis. We are commanded biblically to love our neighbor. So we do this by wearing the mask to protect them from the virus, even though it offers no protection to your neighbor because the virus particles are too small to be filtered out by the mask. I'm not saying there's no, there, there, that it wouldn't filter out any virus particles, but the virus particles are so small that it would be like putting up a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. It will not work. And the whole thing about the, 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 the whole COVID-19 thing being garbage anyway. And I've went over all of those things about the mask usage and about it creating respiratory acidosis and about the mask becoming actual breeding grounds for the bacteria and things, the viruses and things like that that you're supposedly trying to prevent against and they're not meant to be war long term. There's so many aspects to why the masks are are wicked in you when used in this in the way they're being used okay surgeon general our our current surgeon general said not to wear them i've given you all the quotes but see when you don't search a matter out and you're ignorant of satan's devices and then you become destroyed for lack of knowledge this is what happens the, the Bible says that this, there's going to come a day when they that kill you think they're doing God's service. Well, I see this coming now with the Christians. Let, let's say it got to the point where they said, no, you wear a mask or you die. Like some people are proposing. Lady in Nashville just proposed it in the city council. That you'll be charged for murder if you don't wear a mask. Because it's attempted murder because you're trying to infect other people. Okay, let's say that that keeps going. And it, and it comes to that conclusion where you'll be charged for murder if you walk out of there. And what if there's like a lot of these self-righteous zealot ones that a lot of them say they're, they're Christians and, and they're out there screaming at other people to wear masks. What if they take it upon themselves to start killing people that aren't wearing masks because they think they're doing their civic duty and they're serving God and that we're so self-centered because we won't go along with the satanic edicts. I could see that happening. They think they're doing God's service, but they're doing Satan's service, but they think they're doing God's. I could see it with the mask issue alone. And then how much more so with the vaccine issue? Oh, you're not vaccinated? You don't care about anyone else. What do you care? You're wearing your mask and you're fully vaccinated. You're a Nephilim now anyway. You're not even fully human. Your DNA is totally corrupted. What do you care? You're protected, devil. Why do you worry about me? Doesn't matter. I got to impose my will upon you because I'm a Christian. And you're supposed to do what God tells you to do according to Romans 13. You do whatever the government says. Even if the government's wicked. Okay. Well, you, you got a different Bible than I got. You got a satanic Bible. Or actually, you're not even reading your Bible. Or you've got a corrupted Bible. I don't know what your excuse is. Or you're just flat out demon possessed. But I'm not going along with it. So, whatever. We're commanded to love our neighbor. So by doing this, 
the mask protects them from the virus, even though that's a total lie. Among many other things, um, some even accuse those who don't wear masks of, act, of acting rebelliously, of not loving their neighbor or not acting in a Christian manner. I must say that I was not at all surprised by this as I fully expected it before doing the search. Thankfully, I later found many other true Christians, such as yourself, online or on YouTube, who expressed the same beliefs I had about the mask. Thank God. Yeah. However, I was extremely disappointed in the host of Now the End Begins YouTube channel. And I take, when I go to that website, I take things with a grain of salt because I see a lot of stuff up there I don't agree. I just flat out know. Okay. Some of their stances, some of the things they say, I'm okay, whatever. But it doesn't surprise me that they've taken the stance. You might have heard a podcast in which he stated that a woman who listened to the show felt compelled, conflicted about wearing the mask. So she prayed about it, and supposedly the Holy Spirit allegedly instructed her to use the masks to evangelize. So you're going to use a satanic device, as we have proven that this is part of an occult ritual, to uh, condition us and to um, um, mask us. Masks are used in many, many occult ceremonies, this whole six feet apart thing. I went into that in detail, how it's literally an occult to bring us into this occult mindset and ritual. It's like mass witchcraft be done against the masses that, for the most part, the lukewarm church is going along with willingly. Because they're spineless. And because they have no true love for the truth. And because they blindly believe whatever their 501c3 pastor is telling them. Now, I'm not saying all, because there are exceptions, but most. I don't ever like to say all because all means every single person on the earth. No, there's always exceptions. So this woman ordered a bunch of the masks with Bible verses on them. And again, how could I liken that? Um, I, I don't even, <laughs> wearing something wicked with Bible verses on it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, it, I'm sure there's a million analogies you could come up with. Okay. I feel this is incredibly contradictory and is actually promoting a dangerous and conflicting message about Christians and Christianity in the world, showing that we will submit to whatever the world submits to as long as we put a superficial Christian veneer on it. It seems akin to when Daniel and his three friends were ordered to bow down to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar. They completely submitted uh, to doing it, but they reasoned in their minds that it was all right because whatever they did, they would just imagine that this image was really of Jehovah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that didn't happen, but that would have been the same analogy if that did happen. Well, it's okay. We bow down to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar because we're just going to submit to it because the government's telling us to do it. And we'll just imagine it's Jehovah. It doesn't work that way. You're not supposed to bow yourself down to idols. Another disturbing trend I've seen on the online ministries I listen to are the adher adherence. Now, again, we're going to talk about pre-trib now. Now, listen, this isn't a, a debate about pre-trib versus post-trib versus mid-trib versus pre-wrath. This is not that. It's the fruit she's seen from many, many pre-tribbers. Now, if I have listeners that are pre-trib, and I know I do, I'm not talking about you, okay? But you got to admit, I think she's going to make a point here. Because I've seen this for years, okay? Uh, what she's saying, I've seen it for years, but now it's getting worse, it seems like. Pre-trib rapture are now exclusively focusing on, the pre-tribbers are now exclusively focusing on the rapture. Yeah. 
I can confirm that as well. Because I got to understand, I listen to a lot of different viewpoints during the week. I'll go and listen to people in the Christian movement that I would never play online. Because I want to see what they're saying. I want to see where they're coming from. I want to see what their mindset is. And I want to see what they say God's telling them. You know? See if it lines up with scripture. Because if it doesn't line up with scripture, they're not hearing from God, is what I say. Lately, just like this woman said, the Holy Spirit convicted her. You, you better be real careful of what you're giving credit the Holy Spirit's doing in your life. Because the Holy Spirit, I do not believe, told her to put Bible verses on a satanic device that we wear in our face. To muzzle us. And to force us into compliance. I don't believe that. I don't. So therefore, who was talking to her? A demon? A devil? A fallen angel? I don't know. Take your pick. But she's giving the credit to the Holy Spirit. Be real careful what you say the Holy Spirit's telling you to do. Is what I'm saying. If it doesn't line up with scripture then you don't do it. But I'm sure she thought in her own mind she's justified. Lately, they seem to focus more and more on doing studies proving that the preacher of rapture is true and that they seem quite obsessed with it. However, the worst part is that I've heard these preachers state things like the COVID-19 vaccine cannot possibly be the mark of the beast because we haven't been raptured yet. And the mark won't work until after the believers have been raptured. I do believe, now here's what she says, I do believe the COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast. Okay, now what I said back to her is I said, there's no way the COVID-19 vaccine is currently the mark of the beast because we would have to be in the tribulation for the mark of the beast to happen. You can't have the mark of the beast outside of the tribulation period. And when does the tribulation period start? When Israel confirms the covenant, the agreement with many nations for a week, meaning seven years. So that's, as far as I can see scripturally, when the tribulation is going to start, right after that happens. Going to confirm the, the covenant, essentially with the Antichrist and false prophet, they're going to be most likely brokering that whole thing. And then you've got a seven-year period. And then at the 3.5-year um, mark, Satan or, or the, the uh, Antichrist is going to go into the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem and commit the abomination of desolation, where he's going to proclaim, he's going to go into the Holy Holies, Holy of Holies, and proclaim himself to be God. And then there will be great tribulation. And then you're going to see all of these other judgments that the Bible talks about in Revelation really, really, really kick into high gear. Now, where the mark of the beast is implemented in that seven-year period, I would think it's after the 3.5-year mark. I don't know. Maybe it'll be before it. I don't know. I don't, you know... But it's got to be in the tribulation period. So yes, while this vaccine may totally alter your DNA and while you may not be fully human anymore and while you may at that point just totally line up for the mark of the beast because you're not fully human anymore and you have no more conscience, it's still not the mark of the beast because you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade. Well, what if they say with the COVID-19? Yeah, but it's going to be a vaccine, okay, in your right hand or your forehead. I doubt they're going to vaccinate you in your forehead. And it's going to be... Most likely, the mark of the beast will be there as well. It's going to be the mark of the beast. It's going to be some type of microchip commingled with like a 666 or a hexagram or some, something of that nature. I don't think they're going to get that overt with a COVID-19 vaccine. And not only that, we're not in the tribulation yet. So there's just no way, from a scriptural standpoint, I could see it being the mark of the beast. 
It's the closest thing we've ever had to it, sure. They, they haven't talked about the COVID-19 vaccine being linked to your bank account either. Now, that may come, but maybe that'll, that would be a little bit down the road. Anyway, um, and I'm trying to... Um, Anyway, she said, even if it's not the mark of the beast, I believe that since they change and defile our DNA, whoever takes them will become unredeemable and will absolutely end up taking the marks, mark of the beast. If this is not it, I agree. I think it's not a good thing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Why is it so stinking important for Satan, for all these masses to get vaccinated with this coming devil vaccine? If it wasn't going to just be absolutely spiritually defiling physically defiling in every way shape and form why is it so important for satan to get this covid19 vaccine in us that it hasn't even been brought to market yet got to be some real wicked reason i've also recently heard them state that jesus is not a wife beater so he would never allow his bride to go through the tribulation okay now again this isn't about for me I'm not going to get into the whole pre-trib versus post-trib versus mid-trib versus pre-wrath. I'm just telling her what she's saying. Okay. They promise their followers that they'll be out of here before the real tribulations begin. But again, you look at, okay, what about all the people that have died up until now? The Christian martyrs starting like with the Stephen and then starting, well, starting with Jesus Christ, starting then going to Stephen and then going to the apostles and then all the other people that were martyred and that are martyred every single day in like China and in the Middle East and in the Sudan and then Africa and these places where Christians are killed and you never even know they were killed. Probably God does, but we don't. What about all of them? Of whom the world was not worthy, as the Bible says. Most likely far better Christians than me, for sure. I'm not going to include anybody else in that, but they're, they're martyrs, okay? What about them? Well, they sure had to go through a lot of tribulation. Okay, and then you can go back, you know, all the way from Stephen until now. That's been going on. So I don't, I don't know if that really holds up. Anyway, they promise their followers that they'll be out of here before the real tribulations begin. I noticed that these people who are not worried about going against all this wickedness the government is currently inflicting on us and are quite content with wearing their mask and taking their tests because they're basically of this pre-trib mindset. And that's all I'm saying is that from what I'm seeing over the years, and I'm not coming after my pre-trib uh, believers. I'm sure I'll lose a ton of people from this study. Um, but, and it's not my goal, but I'm just saying, you, you got to admit, if somebody's of a pre-trib mindset, they're typically <laughs> not really of the mindset that we're in in this ministry. We're fighting wickedness, actively you know, praying against it, actively going against witchcraft, trying to get the word out, trying to educate others. Because, hey, we're going to be out of here. What does it matter? Let the dead bury the dead. You know, we're going to be out of here. Go along with the government saying, go along with Romans 13. Go along with the 501c3. We're all going to be, I, I'm sorry, but I have seen that fruit firsthand. I was pre-trib for a long, long time. I don't believe it's godly. Regardless of if pre-trib is right or wrong, I don't believe that mindset is godly. Because we're to occupy until Jesus comes. We're to be good soldiers. We're to endure to the end. 
we're to pray that we be counted worthy. How, if, if you're doing nothing for God and you're just kind of like, oh, I can't wait for the rapture, how are you going to be accounted worthy to escape all the things coming upon this earth and to stand before the man, Son of Man if you're not working? Jesus said, when I come back, let me not find you surfeiting and drunken, being in drunkenness and doing nothing for God. Because you're going to be cast into outer darkness. He says, when I come, let me so find you working with whatever God's commissioned you to do. For some, that might be raising a godly family. Doesn't necessarily mean you got to have a, a, like some kind of um, ministry. But, I mean, everybody has a ministry. It might be raising your, your family in, in a godly way. Or, you know, it might be, there's a lot of different things you could be doing. Supporting other ministries, supporting missionaries, supporting the poor. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different aspects to the body of Christ. But when Jesus comes back, regardless if you're pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, pre-wrath, you want to be so found doing the work of God. And pre-trib, a lot of people in that mindset are like, I'm out of here, so what does it matter? Not everybody, but a lot. Hmm. Then let's go further. Um, they're willing to compromise endlessly to avoid the government and societal persecution for now because they believe they will soon be raptured before the real tribulations begin. Therefore, I suspect that most of them will willingly take the COVID-19 vaccine when they begin for of course they will because the if the churches are telling them right now wear your masks get your corrupted tests which who knows what's in the tests could be corrupted dna they're getting it right back into the cribiform plate of your head i'm, I'm gonna i hope i can get to that today i don't know if i'm gonna have time but i got a whole section on that um and then they're, they're most likely, oh, yeah, get the vaccines. Obviously, the government. I, I listen. I listen to quote Christian radio all the time in my car. And Sean Hannity, just to see what the like the the pulse is of things. They're not. N none of them are mentioning anything about how the masks are wicked, how the tests are wicked, how the vaccine coming vaccines wicked. Because see, Trump's connected to all that, and they can't say anything against Trump. Now, if Hillary was in office. Maybe, maybe they might say something, but I doubt it because it'd still be against the government and they'd lose their 501c3 tax exemption. And boy, boy, those people on Christian radio, they sure sound nice and they sure sound sweet. They, but I don't see them, I don't hear them say anything against all the, the child sex trafficking typically most of the time and the coming vaccines and the masks and the test kits and all this other wicked stuff I have to report on on a weekly basis. Yeah, a lot of what they say, I can't, I can't um, go against them biblically, but it's what they don't say that is so concerning to me. It's what they never say. We, I mean, we've got all these 800-pound satanic gorillas in our, in our midst now, and it's like, church said nothing about it. Bless God. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I keep asking God, I keep begging God. I'm like, if I'm doing wrong with this ministry, God, if, if, I'm, if I'm leading people in the wrong direction, please show me or stop me, stop me or show me, please, or do both. I beg you. I don't want to, I don't want to lead people astray, but the thing, the things I'm reporting on are so painfully obvious. They're the 800 pound gorillas in the room that the, that most of the lukewarm church won't talk about. It's pathetic and sickening, but unfortunately it confirms scripture. My reply to this was, yes, almost all ministries will 
most likely go along with the mask mandates, they already are, and the testing mandates, and will also go along with the vaccines. I've been hammering this a lot as of late regarding the 501c3 churches and the FEMA clergy response teams in the U.S. And again, the FEMA clergy response teams could be into the hundreds of thousands, or thousands at least, of pastors that have sold their congregations out. And they're just waiting for, <laughs> I, I just did a big report on that. I am convinced at this point, most of the people that call themselves Christians will ultimately take the mark of the beast. I can, I can come to no other conclusion at this point. I'm sorry. The Bible says that broad is the way which leadeth to destruction and many there be that go the right and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life eternal and few there be that find it. So it doesn't talk about masses and masses of lukewarm Christians finding the narrow gate. Now again, I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect by any stretch. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death in hell. Okay? I'm praying all these things I tell you to pray and I'm doing that. I'm praying to endure to the end. I pray that I'm accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. I don't think I've apprehended like the Bible talks about. And I'm not to, we're not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought or that we've already attained something. But I, I, I can come to no other conclusion than to think most of those people that call themselves Christians at this point, at least in America, will, will take the mark of the beast. Because if they're willing to go along with all of this deception, this masks, leading to the tests, leading to the vaccines, we're going to defile your DNA, and you're just going along with it, whatever, whatever you tell me to do, government, Romans 13, Romans 13, I'm going to do it. Okay, well. I wonder why I don't feel the way I used to. My conscience kind of seems like it's seen with a hot, seared with a hot iron. I just don't care about things I used to care about. In fact, I don't care about God either. Well, maybe because your DNA, maybe because you're not fully human anymore. Because your DNA is so defiled from all the vaccines you've gotten. I'm, I mean, down the road, you know. All these vaccines you got that were cultured off aborted babies because most of the COVID-19 vaccines are being cultured off aborted babies. That's, that's the culturing medium. This is the falling away of the church. It, uh, see verse 3 below in 2 Thessalonians. I'm going to read that. They have no love for the truth. They're under strong delusion according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And see my teaching, and I, I give you a link here, Romans 13, an unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? 2 Thessalonians 2.1. I'm going to go to, go to uh, verse, um, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I'm going to read those now. Now, we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering unto him, that's the rapture, that ye soon be not shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Verse 3, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, the rapture of the church, shall not come except there come a falling away first. We're seeing evidence of that everywhere we look. The apostasy, that's where the falling away derives itself from. Apostia. I believe in the Greek. The falling away first, so we should be expecting to see a falling away of the church now, a totally lukewarm church that thinks they're serving God, but they're not. And that man of sin be revealed. So thing is, is if you're pre-trib, number one, you better always be checking yourself and judging yourselves for we would not be judged of God because the Bible warns about this falling away coming that we're in full swing of right now. 
So we really want to be self-judging ourselves all the time. Am I operating in truth, Lord? Or not? Because I don't want to be part of this falling away of the church. But it says, and that man of sin be revealed. So in other words, the rapture of the church, whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, the rapture of the church cannot happen until the man of sin is revealed. We're already seeing the falling away of the church. No problem there. Check that box. But the man of sin has not been revealed yet. And that means revealed openly. Wherever, where anybody with any kind of biblical, um, I don't know, biblical brains are going to be able to say, oh, that's the Antichrist. He's going to be revealed. That hasn't happened yet. So the rapture of the church cannot happen until that happens. That's the last thing. If, and that's if it's pre-trib. Okay? I don't personally believe that, but if you believe that, you have to understand that why, why, aren't, why aren't the pre-tribbers teaching this verse? And the man of sin be revealed. It's, it's, it's two things that got to happen. Well, man of sin hasn't been revealed yet, so don't expect to be raptured. The man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Again, this is the Antichrist, who opposes opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. What is that? That's the abomination of desolation that the Bible talks about, Jesus talked about, in Matthew 24, and in Daniel. He's going to sit in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. He's going to say, I'm God. I'm going to go to the Holy of Holies and say, I'm God. 3.5 mark, 3.5 year mark of the tribulation period. And then the great tribulation will start. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now ye know that, that, I'm sorry. And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until, be, until he be taken out of the way. And when this, this um, withholding force some people say it's the holy spirit maybe it's certain angels i don't know doesn't really get real specific there but when that withholding force of evil is taken out of the way and then that wicked shall be revealed so that's got to happen before the rapture if you believe in pre-trib even if you believe in pre-trib i should say Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Meaning that wicked, capital W, this is the Antichrist. Verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. With all power and signs and lying wonders. Which is how the Antichrist, the false prophet, will deceive the whole world. We haven't even seen that deception yet. Okay. That's going to be a whole other level of people falling hook, line, and sinker. For things. With all power, signs, and line wonders. People are already so deceived without that. Can you imagine how bad it's going to be with that? And then verse 10. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because, here's why. Here's what it always comes back to. Because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So notice how receiving the love of the truth is connected with your salvation. This is what scares me about all these lukewarm Christians that are just going into 
any doing whatever their pastors tell them to do, whatever the government tells them to do, I don't see how they have any love for the truth. So how can they really be saved? Because it seems to be connected. Well, then it's works-based. No, I, I wouldn't say it's works-based. They just have no love for the truth. They're like the goats, the sheep and the goats. The goats are stubborn. They don't care. Don't, don't tell them anything. Their mind's made up. Don't confuse them with the facts. They're full of pride. Verse 11, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. God does this. God sends the strong delusion. That they should believe a lie. And I mean, the thing is, is... Uh, this kind of implies that this would take place after the wicked is revealed. I don't know. I, but I sure see. I sure see people under strong delusion now, though. I mean, I think there's maybe. If this is just the birth pangs of strong delusion, I hate to see what it's going to be full blown on, like when the real strong delusion comes. You know, that they that they should believe a lie that they might all be damned. That means burning in hell forever, and then the lake of fire. Pretty serious stakes we're talking about here. That they might all be damned who have believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When you go around as, as a lukewarm Christian, and you wear your mask, and you go, and you're so proud to get your COVID-19, and then you berate other Christians for, for not wearing a mask or getting tested, or, or then it's going to come where they're going to be berating them for not getting their vaccines because they're not being Christian and loving their brother. What does that show? That you have pleasure in unrighteousness. And that you have no love for the truth. But yet you think you're serving God. You think you're, you, you do. Now I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying in general. So then I go on to say, while I totally believe what you're saying here, when she said, I believe that since they change and defile our DNA, whoever takes them will become un unredeemable and will absolutely end up taking the mark to mark of the beast if this is not it meaning the covid vaccine i'm sorry I, I i lean toward that i do because it's so overtly wicked this vaccine and it's so important for satan to get it in us and it's overtly they're overtly saying it's going to defile your dna and they're overtly saying it's cultured off aborted babies i i'm sorry unless somebody shows me different i'm gonna i'm gonna believe that you know I, but i don't believe it's the mark of the beast though here, here's here's one thing I do I do know for sure. It's sure not going to help your standing with God if you get the vaccine, knowing all of what I just told you. I I would err on the side of safety. I would never get it. I mean, no matter what it costs, cost your life. I would not take this vaccine. That's me personally. No way. I mean, I've done. I've been eating, sleeping, breathing COVID nineteen since January. I, I venture to say I've done more reports on this subject and put out more content on this subject than 99% of anybody in alternative media. I, I would say 99% truth on this subject. I've never wavered. I've never, I've never had to backtrack and say, oh, no, I got this wrong on, regarding COVID-19. It's only gotten worse and worse and worse, and the information's only got more and more confirmatory that we're right on track with this and it totally confirms my avion flu presentation i did back in 06 where the vaccines were the central issue of our extermination all verified
there is no way the COVID-19 vaccine can be the mark of the beast as we would have to be in the tribulation for that to happen, which we're not. And most likely after the 3.5 year mark where the abomination of desolation occurs. Again, I'm not going to be super dogmatic about when the mark of the beast comes in though, but I, I mean, I think scripturally you can relate that it's most likely after the 3.5 year mark. Okay. I think you could probably prove that pretty easily. Israel has not confirmed the covenant with many nations yet, and that will signify the start of the tribulation, according to Daniel. I think I have covered most of these questions that you have here in my teaching, and I give a link to it. The Gog and Magog War, the thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ, the abomination of desolation, the rebuilt temple, the image of the beast, the seven-year tribulation Bible study. I give you a link to that. Or you can just key in Gog and Magog. And the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. That is when the seven-year treaty is signed with Israel and the rest of the participating nations is, and that's when the tribulation will start. So then she writes back to me, and um, I'm 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 editing out some of the stuff that that she said because I'm just trying to focus on this subject. Um, and she said, and I also meant to tell you, but forgot that my nephew and niece attend a private Christian middle and high school in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, it's about two hours away from me. Since the school recently resumed, all the students are forced to wear face masks all day long and are not allowed to take them off or even pull them down at any time. So this is a Christian 501c3 guaranteed school doing this to other Christians, going right along with whatever the satanic government what Trump at the spear tip is telling them to do. I say Trump at the spear tip because he's the one that's funding all this vaccine stuff. He's the one that has endorsed Operation Warp Speed. He's the one that gave all that money to Gabby that Bill Gates controlled. And he says he's going to use the military to, to vaccinate us with power and with force out of his own mouth. Three different times he said that. In different ways, but he has. They're only able to pull them down briefly whenever they're not in a classroom and no one's around so they can catch their breath for a moment. Yeah, because they're in respiratory acidosis and they're in carbon dioxide overload, which we're not meant to be in. And it's horrific. It's horrific. It can cause, I mean, some people have died from it. You're not going to think clearly, for sure. And you're creating a horrific environment in, in the body. Again, this allegedly is a Christian school, but none, but not only are they purposely harming the children physically, but they're also harming them psychologically and spiritually. Furthermore, they're grooming them to be submissive to the government and eventually take the mark of the beast. I couldn't agree more. I've always seen the face mask as a mask of the beast, which is the first step into indoctrinating people to readily accept the mark of the beast. I, I agree, I agree. Not coincidentally, my nephew and niece's parents are completely sold out on the pre-trib rapture doctrine. Oh, there we go again. And literally believe that at any moment now, they'll all be raptured out of this mess. <laughs> Wicked hasn't been revealed. Even if the pre-trib uh, rapture theory is right, the wicked hasn't been revealed yet. And how could you be, I don't say your life could be pleasing to God and you'd be fulfilling your course and what's written about you in your books if you're just, Think, oh, I'm going to get out of here any second, man. It's coming. It's coming. You know how long I've been hearing that? Ever since I've been a Christian. Are we going to get raptured this year? In different churches and places I've been? And I'm sorry, but I've 
I haven't seen good fruit from it. Even if, it, let's say, let's say you're right, okay? I have not seen good fruit produced from pre-trib rapture people overall because most of them are like, all they care about is getting out of here. Not said everybody, but a lot. So anyway, um, she says, and literally believe that any moment now they'll be raptured out of this mess. That's why they're so readily put up with all of it and don't bother to resist or fight anything. <laughs> in fact, my whole family, except for me, believes in it. I don't believe I'm going to stand before God and he's going to chastise me about what I said about pre-tribulation rapture because even if, even if the off chance it was true, look at the fruit it's produced. We're to occupy. We're to be good soldiers for Jesus Christ. We're to finish the course strong. We're in a race, it says. To trying to obtain the prize. We're trying to fulfill what's written about our books in heaven. You you abdicating in the battlefield and laying down the pre-trib rapture time is not pleasing to God. Sorry. I believe the pre-trib rapture teaching is the main cause of lukewarmness among the Christians in these end times. And if no one believed this false teaching, there would be a lot more people fighting against this wickedness going on. This false doctrine is obviously created precisely for this purpose, and it's working incredibly well. That's what she's saying. I remember many years ago, you'd done a study on it, for which you received a lot of backlash. I tried to find it on your website, but wasn't able to. Now, I don't know why, because all you got to do is can either rapture or uh really rapture is all you got to key in but anyway um i would like to send this teaching to those i know who believe in it could you let me know so yeah i gave her all i did is keyword search continue for truth.com rapture four-part study put it out december 22nd 2011 pre-trib rapture versus post-trib rapture and mostly the vast majority is just scriptures four-part study i posted it here Okay, so all I'm going to say about that, listen, I know I'm going to lose a ton of people over this study. I get it. I understand. Um, but am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Because I'm not even, it's not even so much me attacking the preacher rapture. I'm, it's not my desire today. It's the fruit that I'm attacking. It's the fruit. It's the mindset that it does um, engender. And I'm sorry if you don't believe that, but that's an irrefutable fact the mindset that she talked about i have witnessed it i was saved in the start of 1994 i have witnessed it my whole christian life 26 years i've witnessed that and if i was still pre-trib i would still be saying it's <laughs> it doesn't engender a good mindset in people been hearing that same stuff she's been saying going back to 1994 essentially so i'm sorry if it offends people and but you know i really thought that that was important to put out next report yale study to manipulate americans into taking the covid vaccine and uh, i've had a lot of people send me this and i wanted to touch upon this so here's a question for you when the coronavirus vaccine becomes available do you plan to take it some of you watching will say, absolutely, yes. Others will say, you're not sure. And still others will say, absolutely not. There's no way. Well, the truth is, for those of you who are unsure or those of you who say no, 
Yale University is working on a study to make sure they know how to properly manipulate you into actually taking the vaccine. Not kidding about this. The study is being created to figure out different ways to message or persuade Americans to take the vaccine when it becomes available. And some of what that particular study is looking at will probably infuriate you. I'm Ben Swan, and this is Truth in Media. There's been a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccine that, of course, isn't even on the market yet. And yet, when the world's most rushed vaccine does finally make it to the public, and sooner or later it will, the question becomes, how many people will actually line up to take it? Now, this is a question that is frustrating governments and certainly vaccine makers and people like Bill Gates and Dr. Anthony Fauci, who want to make sure that the entire American population does receive the vaccine. The problem is, even with the current flu vaccine, about half of the country never bothers to get it. So how do you convince people to get the coronavirus vaccine? And that's where Yale University has stepped in. Before we get to the findings of how their study is being conducted, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, ISC.media, our new free speech platform being created on a piece of this free speech network. Again, it's ISC.media. All right, so let's talk about this Yale study, which has just been leaked, uh, that is being done at Yale University. And the goal of this study... Yeah, about the home of the skull and bonesers. You know, the, the, the secret society, the skull and bones, that, you know, the Bushes were a part of, and a lot of the high-level politicians in the world have come... I mean, Yale is it's, it's wicked, it's evil, okay? On any of these, these Ivy League universities, typically you're going to see a lot of very wicked, evil fruit emanate and operate from them. Yale probably being at the, the top of that satanic food chain. 4,000 participants is being done with one purpose, how to convince Americans to take the coronavirus vaccine. Now keep in mind, the coronavirus vaccine that's out front that most seems likely to get to market first is one being created by Moderna alongside the National Institutes of Health. Bill Gates is a funder in this. Dr. Anthony Fauci, obviously with his NIH, is a big part of this. And remember, of course, Moderna, for their part, has never actually brought a drug, any drug ever, all the way through FDA regulations and trials to get a drug to market. They've never done it. And yet they are the company leading the way on this brand new coronavirus vaccine. So Yale University researchers are now looking at a 4,000 person study to try to figure out how to best create messaging, though the right term really should be manipulation, to persuade Americans to take this vaccine when it does come to market. The study tests different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19 once the vaccine becomes available. Participants are randomized to one of 12 arms with one control arm and one baseline arm. We will compare the reported willingness to get a COVID-19 vaccine at three and six months of it becoming available between the 10 intervention arms to the two control arms. Study participants are recruited online by Lucid, which matches census-based sampling in online recruitment. So take a look here at the arms and interventions. They use a sham comparator control, a control message about bird feeding. Two out of 15 of the sample will be assigned to the pure control group, which is a passage on the costs and benefits of bird feeding. Under that are the experimental comparators. For instance, the experimental personal freedom. 
one-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this intervention, which is a message about how COVID-19 is limiting people's personal freedom, and by working together to get enough people vaccinated, society can preserve its personal freedom, which of course makes no sense at all. You will have personal freedom if you comply and do what everyone else is doing, regardless of how you feel about it. Another experimental, social pressure through guilt. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this message. The message is about the danger that COVID-19 presents to the health of one's family and community. The best way to protect them is by getting vaccinated, and society must work together to get enough people vaccinated. Then, it asks the participant to imagine the guilt they will feel if they don't get vaccinated and spread the disease. Another social pressure they want to use? Embarrassment. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this message. The message is about the danger that COVID-19 presents to the health of one's family and community. The best way to protect them is by getting vaccinated and by working together to make sure that enough people get vaccinated. Then it asks the participant to imagine the embarrassment they will feel if they don't get vaccinated and spread the disease. Then they're trying to use the social pressure, anger. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this message. The message is about the danger that COVID-19 presents to the health of one's family and community. The best way to protect them is by getting vaccinated and by working together to make sure that enough people get vaccinated. Then it asks the participant to imagine the anger they will feel if they don't get vaccinated and spread the disease. Now, here's my favorite one. Trust in science. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this message about how getting vaccinated against COVID-19 is the most effective way of protecting one's community. Vaccination is backed by science. If one doesn't get vaccinated, that means that one doesn't understand how infections are spread or who ignores science. Trust in science, they say, is not based upon trusting the fact that, by the way, not all vaccinations work for all people, and by the way, even the flu vaccine that is taken by millions of people every year only affects 60 to 40% of those who actually get the vaccine. We'll talk about more in, about that in a minute because the CDC's own numbers show only 40 to 60% of the people who take the flu vaccine actually have benefit from it. And finally, the experimental not bravery arm. One-fifteenth of the sample will be assigned to this message, which describes how firefighters, doctors, and frontline medical workers are brave. Those who choose not to get vaccinated against COVID-19 are not brave. What are we, five years old? You're going to try to convince people to take the vaccine by calling them scared? You're too scared to take this vaccine? By the way, many of the people who would refuse to take the vaccine, it's not about a lack of bravery. It's about a courage of conviction. Amen. And that conviction yeah. is that they don't trust how this vaccine... They're not stupid either. Because if anybody does any kind of research on this, and it doesn't take a lot, any kind of scratching below the surface, you would have to be stupid to, to take this vaccine. I'm sorry. And I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying in general, anybody that's going to, I mean, why would, if, if you were going to let something the government does inject you with something, wouldn't you want to research it at least? If, 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 I mean, let's say for the sake of your family, you know, oh no, let's just blindly do it to trust whatever. I mean, that is, that is insane. That mindset. Is being manufactured or the profit motivations behind it. That's not about cowardice. It's about courage of conviction. But going on from there, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has said that people could need multiple doses of a potential coronavirus vaccine to immunize themselves from the coronavirus. If necessary, the multiple doses could require more than 7 billion vaccinations to be administered worldwide. 
And of course, all the manipulation in this Yale study does not take into account the fact that actually, as I said, with the flu vaccine, it is not always effective. And from year to year, who it's effective on and how it's effective changes dramatically. In fact, in 2012 to 2013, the H3N2 component of the flu vaccine was effective in just 39% of people. Researchers from the University of Chicago, Harvard University, and others... That's what they're admitting to. I mean, what are the real numbers? ...show that poor immune response... And, and what are the complications and the horrific long-term and spiritual side effects of getting said flu vaccine? They're, they're not even going to tell you about that. This may explain the low effectiveness of the vaccine that year. And by the way, even the CDC admits that on any given year, only about 40 to 60% of the population actually benefits from the vaccine that they have And that's coming from Satan. Like we're supposed to believe what they're saying. It can. The flu vaccine can reduce the risk of flu illness. I don't even, I don't, I don't even want to give that a platform, that last part. I mean, it's just, I, I, don't, I, I don't, whenever it comes to CDC or whatever state, stating what they're, it's all lies anyway. So why bother even put it out? Uh, we know they're wicked. We know they're evil. But hopefully you got the, the kind of the point there in the Yale study. Next report. Uh, more than 50 apps, wearable and other technologies marketed as work, workplace surveillance tools to combat COVID-19 have been released since the pandemic began. And they pose an alarming threat to worker privacy. A new report from Public Citizen found the new surveillance and contact tracing technologies institute intrusive mass surveillance forcing workers to either accede to dystopian levels of surveillance or risk losing their jobs. The, the default setting of most workplace surveillance apps is mass surveillance by design. Warned Ber, Berku Killick, a digital rights program director for Public Citizen and author of this report. The speed at which these new privacy shredding technologies have been unleashed is alarming. Uh, especially given that none of them have been proven to be effective at mitigating the spread of COVID-19, which, you know, is, is a non-factor is, is non anyway. The report found that these technologies are currently being used by at least 32 employers to track at least 340,000 workers. And again, is Trump doing anything to mitigate this? No. In fact, he's doing everything to help it. Because not only is he not doing anything against it, he's bringing in 5G, which will be the backbone behind how all of this surveillance works. And then even 6G after that, out of his own mouth. So you got to connect Trump with this as well. Sorry, but you, you do. And they are available to as many as 14,000 additional employee employers with nearly 4 million additional workers. These technologies are putting workers' rights in jeopardy by tracking, monitoring, and collecting personal data, including health data, and sharing it with employees, creating new cybersecurity risks. Next report. Listener comment. Important info from a doctor friend. COVID-19 vaccines are not normal vaccines. This is a longtime listener, um, Janice, and uh, she lives here in, I've actually met with Janice and, and her husband before here in Western North Carolina. And she said, Scott, this was sent to me by a friend who is the wife of a doctor who is in the manager in Western States Public Health Department. I think the info he just learned from the CDC in a meeting is very important. I asked permission for you to publish it if you want. And it's okay as long as his identity is not known, which I, that's all been eliminated, his identity. I took his name out of the email. All right, so this was sent to her and it's, it's entitled, OMG, COVID-19 vaccines must be stored at extremely freezing temperatures of negative 75 to negative 90 degrees centigrade. So that's saying something. 
this says hi janice my husband just came out of a meeting and his boss said that she had a meeting with the cdc about the covid 19 vaccines the cdc explained that their vaccines require freezing storage between negative 75 and negative 90 degrees centigrade okay so just so you get an idea if you're not familiar with celsius that converts nine negative 90 which is the which would be the maximum um storage temperature okay uh negative 90 degrees i'm sorry celsius is um negative 130 degrees fahrenheit that's pretty cold you know that's pretty cold so that is very strange um, there is no influenza vaccine that requires this type of freezing temperatures. Flu vaccines, as most vaccines, are always stored at 36 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit and never to be frozen. Only a few vaccines require negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit to 5 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, remember, um, the um, Celsius is more, okay? When it says negative 75 to negative 90 degrees, that's much more on the Fahrenheit because, like I said, 90 degrees Celsius is um 130 degrees uh, negative 130 degrees fahrenheit <clears throat> anyway the the ones that okay and then it's extremely abnormal for the covid 19 vaccine to have to be delivered and kept it's such an abnormally frozen temperature just weird just very very strange one thing that you could pray and add to your prayers is that all these vaccines would be they wouldn't be able to uh storm at those temperatures that uh they would all be um the the wherever they're being stored or whatever that the that the freezing would they wouldn't be able to freeze them enough you know i don't know just saying something to think about they wouldn't be able to keep them at those temperatures on bill gates blog article he confirms this info and says that covid19 vaccine needs to be stored at freezing at 80 negative 80 degrees celsius which is negative 112 degrees fahrenheit and extremely frozen due to the fact that it's a messenger RNA vaccine. Remember the same ones that have never, ever been brought to a human population successfully ever? So it's beyond experimental. No, no animal studies, rushing all the human trials. What could go wrong? RNA vaccines, Janus, have never been used on humans. He wonders what else is in this vaccine. Here is the article from Bill Gates' blog on COVID-19 vaccines and storage co confirmation of this. And this is straight from Bill Gates, gatesnotes.com. You can see the link at the CDC for the normal vaccine storage temperatures. They give you all the links here if you want to explore them. Yeah, very, very fishy. All right, let's go to another one. Mainstream media and science exposes COVID-19 as a hoax. Go ahead and play this video. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. Hey, fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> I love that line. If you've never heard that, that's, that's George Bush uh, Jr. Uh, fumbling fumbling regarding that particular expression 
In 2010, Forbes magazine accurately reported on the WHO's fraudulent response to the swine flu. The Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe declared the false pandemic is one of the greatest medicine scandals of the century. By their own rules, a pandemic requires simultaneous epidemics worldwide with enormous numbers of deaths and illness. 11 weeks into the outbreak, only 144 people died worldwide, and the WHO declared a pandemic. Just one month before, they changed the rules. You could now have a pandemic with zero deaths. And when questioned, they claimed the old rule never existed. Now, there is some confusion here, and I hope to clarify. Having severe death has never been part of the WHO pandemic. The WHO director, Dr. Margaret Chan, then went on to push left-wing politics, the redistribution of wealth for equity and social justice, and claimed that a welfare state is the savior of globalism. Over $18 billion was misallocated on this fake pandemic. In 2005, Dr. Peter Doshi published a paper entitled, Are U.S. Flu Death Figures More PR Than Science? Drawing upon data from the CDC. The CDC bundles together influenza and pneumonia and counts them together, which is strange because according to their own data, there are far more deaths caused by pneumonia than the flu. For example, out of the 62,000 pneumonia and influenza deaths from 2001, only 18 cases were lab-confirmed influenza, 0.03%. From 1979 to 2002, there were an average of 58 influenza deaths per year. In 2004, CDC Director Glenn Nowak gave a presentation wherein he called upon the media to state concern and alarm, predict dire outcomes, and urge influenza vaccination. The Flu Protection Act of 2005 required the Secretary of Health and Human Services to conduct public influenza awareness campaigns preceding every flu season sales of the flu vaccine began skyrocketing, bringing in billions of dollars to the manufacturers, all for something that kills, on average, less than 100 people a year. In 2007, the New York Times published an article entitled, Faith in Quick Test Leads to Epidemic That Wasn't. It explains how the same PCR tests being used now for COVID-19 misdiagnosed over 100 healthcare workers in New Hampshire and rang the bell for a whooping cough epidemic that turned out to just be the common cold. The PCR tests were never meant to detect a specific virus. Nope. And yet, they are being used today to detect COVID-19. The CDC even admits that the PCR test will detect any viral infection yep. as COVID-19, exactly. including the common... Which is another way they're, they're bumping the, the supposedly in the infected numbers up. If you have the antibodies from a common cold from two years ago, you got COVID-19. If you had a flu shot, those antibodies, you've got COVID-19. Okay, so it's a wonder that not every single person is checking positive for these tests. And then you have all the fake death certificates, and then you have all the fake 
uh, contact tracing stuff where if you've got COVID-19, we're going we're gonna to automatically count 15 people around you that has it too because you've been in contact, we estimate, with 15 people. I mean, it's it, the, the insanity just goes on and on. Cold. The current data from the CDC on COVID-19 shows the same fakery that we have seen so far. Just as the CDC falsely counted pneumonia deaths as influenza deaths in the past, they are now counting both pneumonia and influenza mm -hmm. as COVID-19. Yep. You can see it clearly in the CDC's own data. Yep. I went over these exact charts he's going over here, flu and COVID and, and all the different states, California, Arizona, and it's when... When the influenza deaths are supposedly going down, all of a sudden, coincidentally, by design, the COVID deaths are just rocking and upward because they're counting, they're not counting the influenza deaths anymore as influenza deaths, they're counting them as COVID deaths. It's all a gigantic scam that they're running. In the end of March, right after the shutdown began in the U.S., pneumonia and influenza deaths dropped to zero, just as COVID deaths began to surge. COVID-19 is a quantifiable hoax. After years of unchecked big pharma fraud, we are witnessing their greatest swindle yet. And the amount of people wearing the mask only illustrates how effective their scam is. Yep. Will the mask wearers take the experimental vaccine for fear of Most what amounts likely. to be the common cold? For Infowars.com. This is why I'm, I've been heavily so hammering the mask usage because I realize where that ends, where that ends up, and trying to educate others about it. Because if you don't educate them about the masks now, they're, they're, those are eventually going to be converted into vaccine takers. And then they'll be converted into self righteous, um, the self righteous masses that will demonize you for not doing it. Just like the mask people are now to people that don't wear masks. It'll just be. The stakes will be a lot higher when it comes to the vaccine stuff. So um, we have that. And then we have this one. Uh, Pelosi's frightening CV-19 plan is in the next stimulus. Now, I don't normally like to do reports on things that haven't happened yet. But I want you to understand, yes, the flavor of things if Pelosi gets in office. Now, granted, I've just been going against Trump this whole thing, Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean I want Nancy Pelosi in there either or, or whatever derivation of Biden and, and Kamala Harris or whatever. It's, it's not like I want any of that, okay? So I don't want you to think I'm on that side. But this is what, um, this is what would happen that they're overtly stating. Well, Nancy Pelosi, what a piece of work she is. Oh, I, I just, I mean. But again, he won't, he rarely calls Trump out, but. They're really good at going after Democrats. She had to have not been born in Baltimore. She had to have been born at the Kremlin. In the next stimulus, she's putting pork in there, as you would expect. You know, probably five million more for her daughter at the Kennedy Fine Arts Center. I'm sure that kind of nonsense is in there. But it gets worse than that. Number one. National regulation on face masks. Mandatory in all places. Read my lips. All places. You're going to start asking me questions. I'm going to say the same answer. All places. Uh, Next thing. Now, Biden just said the same thing the other day. 
man mandatory masks in all places trump couldn't get away with that trump's trump's supposedly been against the masks and then kind of is wearing them now but there that that's what you're really seeing where there's lockdowns you you've got to have them inside your home outside and again i mean to me this is to me it's a life or death issue because it's like i won't do it so you're gonna you're gonna have to whatever you know you can put a mask on me my corpse essentially that's the only way you're getting one on me personally okay now, i'm not telling my listeners to do, i'm just saying that's just me i'm funny that way um so it's it's a big deal it's a very very big deal if this type of legislation gets passed and the insanity of the masks alone and this is why it's so important to destroy that narrative and to pray against that narrative as well because it is demonic this is match mass witchcraft on this nation whether you black lives matter this whole COVID thing it's all witchcraft lockdowns can occur at any time according to the civilian authority in charge they don't even need a reason so now we're moving away from COVID as being the excuse it kind of reminds me of George Bush remember with the Patriot Act 1 and 2 oh we've got to protect against Middle East terrorists and he used the term Middle East terrorists and then by the time they rolled this out, it was domestic terrorists. And you and I were the domestic terrorists if we weren't on board with uh, subverting the Constitution and violating everyone's rights. Mm-hmm. That's what this is a lot like. And you're wondering right now as I'm talking, well, how much worse could it get? It could get a lot worse. They can restrict travel whenever they want. They can mandate the vaccines or vaccine or whatever treatment they want. Now, this is not to say this won't occur under Trump's watch. If they they continue to say, you know, the somber outlook for, and if they continue to propagate these lies and this, this insanity, well, this could still end up, Trump could, could be, end up doing this as well so i'm not saying trump's beyond doing this it's just the democrats are typically more overt in their agendas they can put surveillance equipment on your home in your home they don't need a warrant for contact tracers to come into your home they can come in to make sure that your face mask compliant your social distance compliant yes you heard me in the home social distance (laughs) compliant this is absolutely the most wow. crazy thing I've ever heard. Yep. But it gets better. Should I continue? They want to... I, again, the more I think about this, the more I believe that if this is allowed to continue, if even if Trump's in office, I believe this is where this will end up. If this is allowed to propagate and these lies are allowed to, to flourish, it just won't be as quick as it would be under a Democrat. It'll just be a little bit later. Brand you. And do you remember that checkpoint I told you about, uh, the checkpoints outside Grand Junction and uh, Trinidad, Colorado? And I, and I knew two of the law enforcement agents that were involved, and they were just horrified. And they were checking for H1N1 vaccine compliance, but it was a drill. It wasn't the real thing, it was a drill. But they had a scanner, a mock scanner, that they ran over the person's arm to tell if they had taken it. Oh, I see here, you haven't taken it. We'll give you a choice. 
then it was off to the medical FEMA clinic camps if you didn't have it. Uh, that was 2009. They're proposing this now. You've heard that the whatever they're going to bring out has a biometric component to it that can be traced. And you won't be able to enter a store. You won't be able to leave your home, use public transportation, even visit the doctor. You must have proof of your, quote, immunity and your updates connected to your immunity. How much worse could it get? Stay tuned. I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg here. I'm Dave Hodges. So, but again, he won't call most for the most part. He will not call Trump out on any of this, even though he's the one main one that's given Gabby the vaccine alliance that Bill Gates controls the, the all the billions that they're and they're the ones bringing these vaccines to market. Next report. In the latest escalation of state-sponsored COVID-19 terrorism against its own citizens, Los Angeles Mayor Garcetti is now threatening to shut off the water and electricity to private homes and businesses that do not comply with his increasingly draconian lockdown rules. The threat is, of course, a form of state-sponsored terrorism against its own citizens. Cutting off electricity from private homes in the middle of Southern California heat wave is the equivalent of condemning the targeted family to death via heat exhaustion. Cutting off electricity also causes refrigerators and freezers to fail, destroying the home food supply of that same family. Lack of air conditioning also results, well, he's saying near instant growth of black mold. I think it would depend on the absolute scenario there, but an indoor chemical contaminant leads to severe fatigue and even death of black mold. This destroys the value of the home and makes it nearly impossible to sell. With this threat to shut off electricity and water, the city of Los Angeles is essentially engaged in acts of war against its own citizens over COVID-19 lockdown rules. Those who refuse to comply with the draconian demands of an obviously insane mayor will be placed on the enemy's list and have the city services shut off. Beginning Friday night, if Los Angeles Police Department officers respond to verify that a large party is occurring at a property and there's evidence that the venue has repeatedly engaged in such behavior the department will request the city shut off the water and the power services within 48 hours so you can see they're getting real real serious about this garbage with this COVID-19 and this could be just be oh I saw them not wearing masks or whatever I mean I don't I don't know what the their draconian lockdown rules what exactly that entails but you know I would assume it has to do with masks as well probably the primary thing the problem is with this aggressive action that is being uh conducted outside of due process no court hearing no right to any defense no right to appeal it's simply the government acting like tyrannical militants who are declaring war on the private homes and businesses they don't like yet how many times have la the la police conducted no-knock raids on the wrong homes related reports to this colorado recon teams quietly monitoring those wearing masks and those not these are all reports you can click on. And then another one, we cannot stop people. 250,000 expected at South Dakota Motorcycle Rally. That was the Sturgis one. Uh, and then as far as I know, they, they weren't wearing masks. And then another one, Pastor Jack Hibbs. California churches have been ordered to shut down by governing authorities. Then we have this, Tennessee Child Wellbeing Task Force. Um, published a guidance document through the Department of Education to ensure all children are checked in on. The document calls on localities to mobilize their resources to connect with each child to verify well-being and identity, identifying need. That means they come into your house. Now, 
it says breaking um, while building this alert email we have been working the phones and first learned that the guidance document has been removed from the Department of Education website we've now learned the governor's office is rethinking whether to put it back up see they're seeing what public outrage is everything's a beta test okay to see if there's going to be public backlash they need to hear from all Tennessee residents and we all need to remain vigilant against similar efforts in other states who may choose to follow the example they initially set when when the populace does not push back the satan just takes more and more and more okay that's how this goes the guidance document lays out the goal that all Tennessee children will will receive a well-being check uh child being defined on page 4 as a birth through completion of grade of 12 so basically um a newborn baby up to the age of 12 in the state of tennessee would all get well-being checks for because satan wants to know how you're doing essentially okay school-age children includes those of enrolled in public schools private schools and even home schools so they they want they want to come in everyone's house can you imagine the amount of manpower this would take for 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 nothing for the, but it's not about that it's about them getting into your house it's about what will you put up with it's about what will you comply with it's about what information can they spy on you with what can they get you to do and put up with but every year millions of families are caught up in the welfare investigations an overwhelming 83 percent turn out to be false and again this is going to be do you know how many children they're going to steal they're going to put in cps cps or child protective services which is nothing more than a than just a governmental kidnapping um that feeds these children many many times to luciferians and high-level pedivores and pedophiles and child molesters so they, they disappear in the system never to be seen again i've reported on this over and over again the wickedness of cps child protective services and so this will be another great way for them to feed that system guaranteed because nothing about this is righteous this policy guidance is not benign. It radically increases the number of innocent families unnecessarily coming to the attention of an already overloaded and ineffective child welfare system. And it will disproportionately affect the poor and the minorities as well. Then a listener sent me this. Um, okay, continuing. A listener wrote, uh, Good day, Brother Johnson. Things have gotten pretty bad here in South Africa. They have now turned all post offices into medical facilities. And when once... And when one wants to pay for utility bills, send or receive a parcel, they have to go through a screening process first. This is so invasive and unconstitutional. I refuse the test and I ask for validity that the test is 100% reliable, which they obviously cannot prove. They turned me away and as a result, I had to refund my customers for the items I could not post. So you can see how this is getting real real for a lot of people. And that's why I'm saying there has to be ma I mean, massive prayer, fasting, and pushback. And don't expect the 501c3 lukewarm masses to help you out on this because they're just going along with it. So it's up to the remnant to really do something about it. Because I, I don't see any other way this is going to change. This will further impact the economy very negatively. A I mean, they're, they're slaughtering the whites down there in South Africa like, you know, cordwood stacking them up like cordwood i've reported on that over and over again that's fine though because it's black on white crime that's perfectly acceptable the president of the country getting up there screaming kill the boar the white person doing high knees with all these with a, like thousands of other black people i'm saying i've I played the clips 
But see, I'm racist for saying that because I can't say that because it's black on white crimes, obviously. They go in there and they blow the brains out of the husband and they rape the, the little girls and, and the women and the wives and then they kill all the rest. They kill them when they're done with them and then they leave the property and steal them blind. And then they don't, they don't even reoccupy the property because those are the farmers growing the food. So obviously they need to die because they're wicked and evil. Sounds fair to me. I, don't, I mean, I don't know about you. Sounds perfectly fair, fine. And righteous, definitely righteous. So as if they didn't have enough to deal with, you know, they got this now. A loss of income for independent business owners like myself. And due to most sheeple complying with this tyranny, they're giving these devils more power to control and suppress us even further. Soon we will literally have to pay for every step and breath, just like in the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake. I, I am not familiar with that movie, but that's, wow, I never even heard of that one. May God have mercy and give us strength. God bless you, brother. Kind regards, Camille. So yeah, you might want to add Camille to your prayer list. Uh, that's way more horrific than what's going on here in, in America yet. Next report. Electronic tags in Singapore to enforce quarantine. This was number one report on Drudge, I don't know, about a week ago. Oh, August. No, it was actually more about two weeks ago. Singapore will make some in incoming travelers wear an electronic monitoring device to ensure they comply with all coronavirus quarantines as the state city gradually reopens its borders, authorities said in Monday. Again, it's all about beta testing, seeing what we'll put up with. From August 11th, the, the devices will be given to incoming travelers, including citizens and residents from a select group of countries who will be allowed to isolate at home rather than in a state-appointed facility. Um, similar measures have been using electronic wristbands to track people's movements during the quarantine having been used in hong kong and south korea travelers to singapore are required to activate the device which uses gps and bluetooth signals upon reaching their home and they will receive notifications on the device which they must acknowledge unstinking believable any attempt to leave home or tamper with the device will trigger an alert to the authorities and i guess they would just come out at that point and gut shoot you and let you bleed out slow i mean i think that's what should happen obviously i mean there's you know you got to put your foot down somewhere anyway um i'm way over on time here i'm going to go ahead and shut down part three and we will go to the fourth and final part next god bless you